0: The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. They're terrific. Woo! Hope the raven more.
1: The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Look at the size of the giant.
0: Beat me if you can survive if I let you. You will rest in peace. Give me the hell, yeah! I said, give me the hell, yeah!
1: Delete! 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 Delete!
0: Call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. And if you're not done with that, then he's got two words for you. Welcome, everyone, to get back to the wrestling Finally, there is a podcast on the internet about professional wrestling. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. I'd like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to the show today. And uh, today, I am joined by one of my regular co-hosts, my brother, Jay Giaconetti. How's it going, Jay? Long blood between us there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the
1: little Dust of Rose, long blood. So...
0: Oh man, you know I, I've often lamented that uh, you know Dusty unfortunately passed away before he could start his own podcast because that would just be—it's
1: one episode that just goes it on just and never on, ends. And
0: on. So, getting back to my original point, yeah, <laughs> Tony, what was the name, Tony? Uh, no comment. So, God, can you imagine Shivani and, and Dusty doing a podcast? Yeah. yeah. So, Dream, what happened when? <laughs> Well, we are not here to talk uh, WCW, and uh, are you here to see WCW? (laughs) Here to see the NWO! One more for the good guys, but no, again, despite my Scott Hall impression, we are still not here to to talk (laughs) WCW. Uh, We are going much more modern. Uh, We are taking a look at an episode of Major League Wrestling Fusion, which is their uh, YouTube a uh, weekly television series, and MLW MLW has been around for a while. This iteration of MLW has only been around, I think, for a little over a year. I want to yeah. say, in in this current uh, iteration, I mean that name has been around oh, for yeah. a long time. Well, Dusty Rose was in MLW. Yes. Uh you know you've had Joey Styles as a commentator. Uh, CM
1: Punk was there. Like MLW has been around for a long, long time. But MLW Fusion, and you know as it looks now where it airs on BN Sports, and then they put it up on YouTube the day later. and stuff. This is a very new promotion uh, by way of that. But it's as, as a history thing, it's, it's older.
0: Yeah. So, so one of the, like, as Jay said, because every episode is posted on YouTube, if you are like me and a lot of other people and don't get BN Sports on your cable or satellite package, you still have the opportunity to watch it commercial-free on YouTube, which is a pretty good deal, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, we—it's funny. On a previous episode, I had talked about how there was so much uh, content for wrestling available on demand nowadays that you could just watch at your leisure. And I made a point that you could watch Ring of Honor's television, their weekly television, for free on their website. And like right after we recorded that uh, that episode, they changed formats. Like literally and, a day later. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like wow, geez, but uh, so now Ring of Honor's weekly TV is not as as uh, uh, good as it was because now they're put they're trying to push more subscriptions to Honor Club, but uh, but you know so and uh, and I said this I, I made a post about this in the Facebook group I said you know uh, it's not going to push me to Honor Club it's going to push me to outfits like Major League Wrestling who are going to give me in ring action mm-hmm. and not recaps and highlights. So that's and so it became it became a kind of a happy accident. You had been telling me about some of these, uh, cage uh, seats, which is a, a halfway decent news site, not great, but uh, a decent one that's reliable and not too not too much nonsense, right. and not too many pop up ads and stuff. Um, but they, they, they have a weekly recap of the show, so I had seen some of the stuff going on. So I said, you know what? It's 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 a good timing. Let's let's check it out. So um, so we queued up episode sixty seven. And this is a uh, again. It's only an hour, and only an hour broadcast. So about forty-eight minutes on YouTube by the time you you take out commercials and everything else. So we only get uh, two matches, but it's uh, for I said for that forty-eight minutes. There's about I'd say what about thirty-five minutes of its in-ring action. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And and the nice part about MLW and MLW and I've been watching MLW uh, for a while now. um, If you go back, you can see things like. the, uh, they, they have what they're, they're not their pay-per-views. Their first pay-per-views actually come up in November. Uh, they have their specials. So it's like the Kings of Coliseum, uh, um, uh, the, you know, I'm trying to think, uh, Battle Riot, things like that. And those episodes, you're like, well, why does this one run, it runs like a hundred and like, or not a hundred, like, like runs an hour and ten minutes. You're like, this must have been an hour and a half on TV or something like that. And it's their specials. Um, and that's when you're going to get basically like a pared down pay-per-view card, um, you know, all together. Their weekly TV uh, definitely has main event matches on it. Even when you have, I'm trying to think. I think at most there's maybe three matches a week um, uh, in an hour. You know, in 48 minutes, that's a lot. And then that means you'll have a one shorter match, and then you'll have you know, or and like a short, another shorter one, and then a main one, or um, you know, because they definitely deliver. I can only really imagine going to a taping. In fact, I was trying to get down to a taping in Queens uh, when they were here, but they they're at this. Like it says New York City, and I'm like, oh, Hammerstein Ballroom, like anywhere. I, it's in this little tiny podunk place in Queens. I'm like, I don't even know how to even get there. Like I'm literally going, you're not, you're not anywhere I even know how to get to. Like I'm looking at how I can get there, like drive in and stuff. And I'm like, why don't you guys come to somewhere where you actually might draw better? But again, they don't run huge arenas. They run small places. Uh, they and they sell it out. And that's that's a great thing about them too. When you watch their stuff, they're they're no they're in they're not in any giant arena like WWE would be or like. Even uh, AEW would be, um, but the fans are loud, they are passionate, yeah. and they are involved, and the storyline is good. So it makes it really easy to be <laughs> what you're doing. So
0: yeah, yeah, the the crowd for definitely was was hot for oh this one, God, and God. I'll make a comment about this about the main event because Jim Cornette, who is a color man. Um, <laughs> Take taking time out from uh, bitching about things on the internet to actually yep. uh, commentate on wrestling. Uh, he he makes a comment about the crowd at the main event, which is incredibly accurate. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, of the the so the first of our two matches um, is Davy Boy Smith Jr. representing the Hart Foundation, yep. uh, along with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and uh, Teddy Hart. Uh, Teddy Hart, and he is taking on. Uh, Alexander Hammerstone, who is the MLW, I think it's American champion, open weight, weight American, open weight, American champion. Yeah, he's, yeah. And Hammerstone represents the dynasty along with, uh, who's the rest of the crew of the dynasty? MJF right? who I, MJF,
1: who's a Creator pro, uh, graduate that is uh, Hawkins school. Um, I think MJF is probably the best young heel in the whole business right now. I, I mean, I can see this guy. Uh, I mean, I know he wrestles in AEW. Um. Even though some jerk today on Twitter is like he's exclusive, I'm like he's exclusive. Yet I'm watching him at MLW, idiot. Um, no. I could see him eventually getting kind of like you know snapped up. WWE putting him in the ring. Um, you know he he's really good at pissing people off. Um, and then uh, Ariana Blake is the young woman with him, and then the other guy in the suit is Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday's uh good-looking guy. You know, in a suit. Um, he's he's a tad thinner. Then uh, when he's in his wrestling type, he's like, well, oh, that guy's not he's not very big. But I mean, compared to Hammerstone, both MJF and Holiday look small. Yeah. So. Uh, right. Yeah. And, but, and
0: I want to say uh, and Holiday and MJF are the MLW tag champions, having yes. recently taken those belts off of Hart and Pillman.
1: Yeah, I think this happens. I'm trying to remember what episode that was. Uh, that might be after. Nah, da, da, da. No, that's before no, this. We were this talking episode, about that right? in the episode. Before this yeah. episode. Well, that was when they had, they had stolen one of the belts, so the hearts had the belts, and it was actually it was Teddy and Davey Boy were champions, and Davey Boy said, I want to give Brian Pillman Jr. a chance to prove himself. So it was Pillman and uh, Teddy versus um, MJF and Holiday in a ladder match, and uh, um, MJF is afraid of heights. And it's, it's just really, it was a really good ladder match. Like it's back them, you're like, ah, Teddy Hart. I hate Teddy Hart. Whatever issues Teddy Hart has ever had in his life. Um, I don't, you don't see him here. Like he's not there, you know, you like him or don't like him or whatever kind of thing, whatever. None of that stuff is on display. They, and, and they, they talk about it. I mean, flat out, Jim Cornette says, here's a man who's had issues in his past. They all seem to be behind him. He looks focused. He looks in amazing shape. Um, and he does stuff. You're like, are you kidding? Like, guys, this, this isn't – this is like – I mean, it's, 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 probably, it's probably as many people here as I would say at, like, early ROH shows. Um, and yet he's doing stuff. You're like, are you kidding? Like, this is not a guy getting paid millions of dollars to do this stuff. So um, mm-hmm. just good stuff. And uh, the nice part about uh, what happens by only having a few episodes – and we'll talk about this as we go through. You have your storylines. And your one main storyline and, – and in MLW there are a couple major storylines. And one of them is – your um dynasty versus hearts right and that's a major storyline but not every single week do they have to wrestle each other right because you're only having two matches and there are three matches at most they can have their interview segments that they film later and it still keeps going but you don't get stale seeing Davy boy and hammerstone and Davy and and you know mjf and brian they don't, they don't wrestle over and over and over again you know so um right which is really good you know
0: yeah, I mean, you always said you have limited time and you've got a limited roster. You've yep. got to balance those two things against each other. You know, that's what I've always said that uh, is my biggest criticism of Impact is that they're two hours, but they don't have enough warm bodies to fill that's up right. two hours each week. Yeah. Uh, they used to. but They used to, absolutely. Uh, so I know David Boy Smith Jr. I know, uh, you know, D.H. Smith, Harry Smith, whatever you wanted to. Uh, it is,
1: it is uh, so hard for me not to call him Harry.
0: I'm sorry, I yeah. but Jim Crow no, the right. same
1: thing. He goes, Harry, that's what I knew him as, right? It's so <laughs> hard not to call him Harry because we know him as Harry Smith. Like, that's what he is, you know, right. kind of thing.
0: So, um, well, and, and what's amazing is that there's there is a whole segment of wrestling fans who know him as Davy Boy Smith Jr. from his time in New Japan. Yeah. And only know him as Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. You know, that is like, did you tell him, like, he works for the WWE? No, he didn't. He's from yeah. New Japan. You know, it's like his partner worked for WWE, too. It's like, really? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but. Uh, yeah. we, before
1: we get to the match, we just say this. So, so, you know, I know some of you, uh, you know, are thinking like, you know, Jay, you've complained that there's, you know, good comedy and whatever. And like all the talking stuff. So that MLW, I think, does this perfect. This episode, 67 opens. Uh, it opens a cold opening and it has Selena De La Rentes, who this young lady is like, like 22 years old and whatever. I mean, she, again, is outstanding on the mic, she's easy on the eyes, and uh, she's one of the other major players in this whole thing. It has her in the in the, in the, in the well it must be it's a cemetery, um, uh, casting it with a spell to bring uh, Bestia 666 in kind of thing. And again, this all plays on storylines that have taken weeks and weeks and weeks um, to play out. Uh, and it's like, okay, you open with that, and then it goes into the opening of the show, and, and, and you're like, okay, what was that? Like, you, like, even if you had never seen this, you're like, what? What are we watching? Like, but it wasn't done for laughs. It's not done tongue in cheek, and but it's not it's it's done well. And then they come in and they're like, all right, this week on MLW, and then they go into the first match, which is going to be Smith and Hammerstone. And it's like, okay, but what about that other stuff? So you're thinking in your head, well, they're going to go back to this, right? And that's the nice part about this. Whoever is doing the cutting their stuff together. Um, understands kind of like, look, we got to take advantage of, you know, you as as Paul Heyman would always say, right, you know, accentuate the positives and hide the negatives. Hide the negatives. <laughs> right, you know, you don't have, like, 20 matches to fill up the whole thing because you only have an hour. So let's accentuate that. So let's fill every segment and every piece, no filler, just advancing storylines. And instead of having half a match, because Bestia666 doesn't appear here this week. Um, he's in episode 68 versus uh, Mance Warner in a hellacious, uh, no-holds-barred uh, war. Just, I mean, just blood, yeah, everything.
0: Mex- you know. Yeah, Me- Mexican death match. Yeah, yeah.
1: just nuts, right? Um, but what happens is you you'd advance that story in a little quick segment. It comes on, and then they go into the match. So let's think, we can talk about the match, and then there's other stuff that happens after the match, too. So. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's rare in the times that I've seen him wrestle, um, especially in New Japan, that Davy Boy Smith Jr. is not the biggest man in his match. But Alexander Hammerstone, you know, Cornette makes reference to this, because if you went into a, a mad scientist lab and created a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. he would look like Alexander Hammerstone. Yeah. And uh, he's, like, he's kind of like Brian Cage in that respect. It's like, this dude you look at, was that dude's a wrestler. Yeah, he's you know? not as big as Cage. He's definitely not as big as Cage, I think. But he's taller than Cage,
1: you know? Yeah, and he's, and he's yeah. Got,
0: he's, got, he's got more of the face. Than yeah. Cage does too. You like you look at him as like in, in another era, he could be a top baby face somewhere. You yeah. know, yeah. He, he definitely he's he's a big dude and he's thick. Davy Boy's bigger than he is.
1: Um, just when you, you, you can see it. Davy Boy's just, just I mean Davy Boy's. He's a uh, what did the Gordon Sully say? And he's a mile wide, a yard thick, and a mile wide kind of thing. Like he yeah. he's a he's a throwback. Like you look at Davy Boy Smith Junior. and you're like, man, he looks like more like his dad every day. You know, kind yes. of thing. He looks like that. <laughs> Um, and the one thing about Hammerstone is he's a great shape. And again, this is another guy I could see the dynasty all being in NXT. I can see them all plucked um, away from AEW again. I mean, and, and Hammerstone and uh, um, Holiday don't wrestle for AEW at least not yet. Um, but I could see all of them getting swept up in NXT, and they can put them on TV. And again, what will happen to them in WWEs? You know, they're just kind of another, you know, just another piece that they won't get used. Um, but it's just. They have that look about them, and Hammerstone's a big dude. You know, what gets me. Is he like Russell's in jeans?
0: Uh, yeah. You know,
1: you they're, like the ad,
0: they're like the Chuck Norris action jeans, except yes, they, they got are. some. Yeah. He's got some slashes in him a little bit. He's yeah. like it's it's like uh, it's like heavy metal Van Hammer when yes. look like, at this look, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not getting the crap beat out of him by Lord Stephen Regal, but anyway, yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So yeah. But the thing about this, but but so you got two again, you know. Uh, so Smith and, and Hammerstone, two big dudes. You expect yep. this to be kind of plotting, but it's not because yep. it's, I mean, it, it's a very, you, you used the term throwback to describe Smith. This match is kind of a throwback too. This is a, a it's not, a, it, no, it's not Not Malenko and Guerrero, but right. it's, It there's a lot of grappling, a lot of back and forth. Uh, there's some wonderful agility spots from Smith where he's in a, um, he, he, He's in like a head scissors and he and he kips up out of the head scissors onto yep. his feet. Yep. Which for a guy his size is just really impressive. He skins a cat at one point. Um, and a hammerstone, again, Hammerstone is not just a big Lennox guy either. He throws a, a amazing missile drop kick yep. at one point. Yep. Uh, just getting some huge air on that for a guy his size. So again, that this is a this made me think of like a um, like a like an old NWA style match where you yep. had bigger guys but they were athletic.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in both of these guys, um, I know the NWA said, who are guys you would like to see in the NWA? And I had said, you know, Davey Boy Smith is a perfect uh, opponent for either James Storm or Nick Aldis. Right. And Hammerstone falls in the same place. You could you could see either one of these guys going for the um, what do they call it the national title. Right. That's what James Storm is. And then the world title. Right. Both these guys fit there because they can put on good matches. Well, think about I mean, whether you like James Storm or not, James Storm. Again, and now we're getting a little older. He's still a very good competitor in the ring, and he works good style. But a guy like Nick Aldis, who was Magnus back in the day on T, on you know TNA, um, he would be able to move with these guys too. So big guys moving like this nowadays, big guys don't move. They just kind of like they're kind of like more stagnant. They don't do things. These guys can put on a good match, and I think that, that, that this showcased both what Davy and what Hammerstone can do. Um, and yet neither one of them was looking out of place. You know, sometimes you have guys who are trying to like, well, I'm going to th- throw a, a top rope, you know, whatever. And it takes them 10 minutes to get up on the top ropes. Neither of these guys look like that at all. You know, no, so no,
0: the the X factor, of course, in this was that the rest of the dynasty was at ringside. Yeah. And I thought this was an old school throwback. The Hart Foundation was not there because their plane got delayed.
1: OK, so funny <laughs> part is now this is in Chicago. This is part of the the, the Chicago tapings. When they were in Milwaukee, um, which is a couple episodes back, which has oh my one of the greatest brawls that was Contra Unit versus um, uh, the Von Ericks and um, um, the Filthy One Tom Lawler, and there actually were travel delays and Hammerstone got dressed on the plane, and then they took him didn't get his bag took him right from the plane to the show, get out of the car, went right to the ring to wrestle his match for the Openweight Championship (laughs) against Brian Pillman Jr. And I'm like, that can't be real. And I looked it up. I'm like, that's just Cornette, like, you know, selling that. Nope. Cornette's like, no, that's 100% real. We put it over on TV, and we actually moved the card around. So that match was supposed to happen earlier. But, again, it's all filmed and cut up anyway. But he was like, yeah, we had to keep dropping it back and dropping it back until he got there. And I'm like, how cool is that though, right? Like, you know, there's a guy who knows where you know, this is his chance, right? He's gonna win the title, whether he knew he was gonna win or not, it didn't matter. He's not gonna be like, Ah, oh, I can't make it, guys. You know, because that's what you do. That's how that's how you keep getting booked for these things. So Right. Um but yeah, I I love that old school, well, they can't get here to travel, you know, kind of thing. You know
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> And they don't come out. It's not like at one point, no. like, Oh God, they got here, you know. They're they not got there. here, no. Yeah.
0: So. No, they they never they never make it out. So yeah. Um, but so, so Davy Boy, there, there's no outright interference. There is some distractions leading to uh, uh, to to Davy Boy losing the advantage and Hammerstone taking uh, control. There's a great sequence later in the match where they are trading German suplexes, uh-huh. and it's just like, oh, you want to throw a German suplex? Well, I can throw a better German suplex than you can, and yeah. they just keep. And and Davy is great because he is no selling the German suplexes. He's just popping <laughs> right back up. Hammerstone is selling them a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually uh Davy Boy gets a couple in a row. Um, yeah, to the three amigos, yeah. Yeah. But uh Or the yeah, the, the, the three chaps. The three the chaps. chaps. The three chappy boys. Well the three amigos was not a German suplex. That I know, was I know. uh that was that was a vertical suplex. Yeah. The, the the triple German suplex was Chris Benoit, but yeah. Definitely. Oh. Uh, we we can't talk about Chris Benoit.
1: Well, they can, but the problem is, they didn't have a cool name.
0: They no, they called it's just, three amigos, just you know? called the three German suplex. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just called uh, the same spot in every match. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, but,
0: uh, <laughs> it's kind of like how, uh, I was listening to Eric Bischoff the other day, and he was talking about Dean Malenko, and he said that uh, Malenko had had uh, because he had absolutely no gimmick, that became his gimmick. Yes. You right, know, that's yeah. kind of the same. <laughs> and but, not, like, uh, but, not like
1: no gimmicks needed Chris Candido.
0: No. Which no, 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 really that, had that's a gimmick. A, <laughs> that, that, that no gimmicks needed was a gimmick. As, yeah. You know, it, it's very meta. But, uh, <laughs> the, but uh, that, but, you know, all those, all those suplexes yeah. and stuff, maybe, yeah. you know, again, uh, kind of a throwback to an NWA-style thing. But then it got, it, it made me think more of like a Puruessa-type match because Smith breaks out uh, the back suplex with the hold into a pin. Yep. Which is a much more commonly seen. Oh, mean back suplexes, they're they're called. It's called a backdrop in in Japan. Yeah, uh, much more common in Japan. It, it's a lot of people don't necessarily realize this, and unless you're kind of the inside baseball smart fan, that just how dangerous a back suplex actually oh my is. God. Yeah, you can kill somebody. I mean, literally, that's how yeah. Mitsuharu Misawa died. Was after yeah. taking a back suplex. So they are very rarely seen in uh, WWE. And in most American promotions, you see them occasionally, right. but not not nearly as much as you would in Japan. So seeing him break that out and then hooking the leg for the pin, you know, like uh, like Jumbo Saruta used to do back yep. in the day. Uh, I thought that was great and, and didn't again didn't lead to the finish. But I thought it was just a great, a great move to, to see. And again, uh, uh, you know, you think of you think of uh, Smith, you know, a pick him up and slam him down kind of guy. And here's throwing suplexes and all that as well.
1: Yeah, I think, and it, and it really pays, obviously, homage to um, you know his training, the the his time in Japan, um, even yep. if that didn't end on the best of terms. Uh, you know, he you can see how much how, how much more polished he was because you think to yourself going, this guy is so big, he's so good, his dad's Davy Boy Smith. How is he still not under WWE contract? And like you know, whatever the case might be, why he's not there. You kind of see now, like, man, this is a guy they totally could be interested in. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road they are interested in him because I don't think he needs to go to NXT and waste, you know, six months down there. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe no. Boy Smith's someone they could bring in if they ever decided to reform the Heart Foundation, um, yeah. you know. And to be honest, I mean, well, the shame is that Tyson Kidd, I mean, is, is Tyson Kidd even wrestling? I know he travels and does those stuff. I think he's just training guys. I don't know if he's, he's just actually, training. Yeah, he can't wrestle. He can't wrestle anymore because right. when Tyson and Davey were together, I mean, they were really good. You know, yeah. I mean, as much as people say, oh, they weren't, they were. Go back and watch them. For two young kids, they were right. really good, and they had Natty with them. Um, yeah, you know, as their manager. So that,
0: that that that's where that's where you, that's where I'd imagine Smith would fit in if they sure. brought him back in. Is put him with with Natalia. And, you know, because they have they have a couple of acts like that now where it's a uh, one, one, ma- one uh, male and mm-hmm. one female. You know, they've got like our truth and Camella They were doing it for a while with Seth and uh, Becky Lynch, you know. Yeah. Well, okay uh, so, so
1: the funny part is just this is a side here. So, folks, you notice that like Luke mentioned our uh, truth and Camella and you think of like Andrade and uh, um,
0: uh, Selena Vega,
1: Selena Vega. Right. So think of the ones that work and think of the ones that fail. So R-Truth and Carmela. R-Truth is married, got like five kids. Carmella, not married, but definitely not married. And she, she's not involved with R-Truth at all. There's no actual relationship there. It works really well, right? The, uh, um, Selena Vega uh, is married to Alistair Black. Sorry for those of you who didn't know that, but she is. And, uh, Sinamos is dating, um, Charlotte, Charlotte. Flair, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, there's a picture went around getting uh, is Charlotte Flair doing back, uh, you know, uh, uh a wall squat where she sits against the wall and seen Alice is standing on her legs, like getting her around. like, I'm looking at myself going, that just hurts. Like, yeah. and I don't, and she's holding him like in there. And I'm like, I, that hurts. Um, but when it's two people who were really in a relationship, which is Seth and Becky, it didn't work well, you know, because you got two bad-asses and who can look vulnerable here? Well, I mean, they made Seth look pretty vulnerable when he lost the title, but it's like, you're <laughs> not going to make Becky look weak. And let's be honest, like, and you can say well Jay you just don't because you don't like Seth Rollins I love Tyler Black I'm not a huge fan of Seth Rollins that's true because this character I'm like all right I like Tyler Black's character better this character here he's supposed to be this badass I'm supposed to be this, he's, he's taking on Brock Lesnar like he like you know and like it's the same guys over and over you're not gonna make Becky look. So anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, Becky, at
0: this point, I think she may be the most protected person in WWE. I mean, uh, there there was a story that broke just recently where she was doing media and she I mean, part of this is is the off screen stuff. But she absolutely buried Sasha Banks in an interview with mainstream media, like just buried her for like four straight minutes. It's like, oh, man. So it's like, okay, so we can't expect Sasha to come back, right, anytime soon. And uh if you keep doing this, then I guess Bailey's probably gonna walk when her contract's done too, right? So but that's again that that is speculation another, for yeah. another yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, um sorry. but uh but so so we get we uh, so these guys are, are going back and forth. We get into the finish here. Baby Boy Smith has got him set up uh for uh, hits him with the uh, with the running power slams, got him ready to go. And MJF jumps up and grabs the Canadian flag. Well, he's got the crossface on him, the crossface. He's got the crossface, that's right. Yes, he's got the crossface on him. MJF jumps up, grabs the Canadian flag, uh, spits on it. Sticks yeah. it up his nose, yeah, and uh, very, was very, uh,
1: very much like Shawn Michaels did back in the day. Very, you know. yes. <laughs>
0: so. the, the difference is that Michaels did that in Canada, didn't he? Yes. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Chicago. Chicago's you know. close to Canada, but it's not quite yeah, Canada. Like, yeah, not quite Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's like the story that part of the reason why they had all the security around Michaels for when they went during the screw job was. Partly because they were concerned if things went sour that that things might get ugly with Hart, but partly because they were legitimately concerned that fans in Montreal might actually attack Michaels. Sure,
1: sure. <laughs>
0: and 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 if four cheerleaders kicked his ass, how's oh he going to stand? Oh my God! Can you imagine four Canadian cheerleaders? Kicking oh my God! The... <laughs> Canadian cheerleaders—they're used to doing it when it's cold, so they—they're you know they're yeah. very professional. But anyway, they all so... to, they all had
1: their moles and ices. They're they're ready to go.
0: So. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, it's it's pretty chilly out there today. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wear the long socks. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. if You're talking a boot, so, <laughs> so put it in low, eh? You know, like winter <laughs> conditions. But uh, <laughs> they're the deep cut. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, so Smith uh, has had enough of that. He grabs the flag, and this is great. He throws MJF in the ring, and he hits MJF with the flag. Yeah, no, that's decal. fine. Yep. and then he hits Holiday with the flag. That's fine. But then he makes a mistake and hits. Hammerstone with the flag, causing the DQ finish. Nothing is resolved. Hammerstone keeps his, uh, gets the win and keeps his title. Yeah, uh, but, but, but I, 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 I love that ending though. I think yeah. it
1: looks perfect because he's like, "Oh, I've had enough of this garbage," and he nails yeah. the. He nails uh, MGF. Okay, that's fine. You can hit that guy all you want. He nails. Uh, oh, what do you call? It? He nails Holiday. All right, great. And then he hits. What do you call? It? Then he winds up hitting. Uh, um, Hammerstone, you're like, oh, no, because he was just, he was on a roll. You know, and it's like, that happens. It's like, how many times do you see that back in the classic wrestling, where you have, oh, they're cleaning house, and the two faces rear back to punch each other. You're like, oh, it's going to happen, you know, kind of thing. It's like, the first time in the AWA, when Hogan and Andre are in a battle royal, and they just bump into each other and turn and look, and their crowd goes, oh! and yeah. Vince, Vince McMahon goes, "Oh shit! I know WrestleMania three. Where we go? Yeah. Right? You know, kind of. I wish I was joking. We haven't had WrestleMania one yet, but yeah. I know WrestleMania three. Well, <laughs> no, but the thing is, when that happened, uh, uh, Andre was." Uh, Andre used to go in, and that was uh, that's when Hogan, they stole Hogan away, right?
0: And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's the like thing 80, is, yeah, it's like eighty-two, right? 81, yeah, right, 82. it's right, it's right yeah. then.
1: But as soon as that happened, he knew at some point I got to have Hogan and Andre. I got to have Hogan, and again, who knew it was wrestling at three? But at some point, you had to have Hogan and Andre. Why? Because as soon as they touched, the crowd were like, oh. like it's just, it's just like you is like when Hogan and Warrior hit each backed into each other in the Royal Rumble. You're like, yeah. oh my god, is this going to happen? Of course, it doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> Right. You know, or first time for Hogan and Savage, like, oh, my God, it's going to happen, you know, kind of thing. So um, it yeah, works.
0: I think I believe what the kids would say is uh, when Hogan bumps into Andre or into Warrior, shit just got real. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah,
1: so
0: I'm hip. I'm with it. Yeah. So rocket turkeys. But, uh, no, I, I, I agree. This is a great finish, because first off, it, it continues the story. Yeah. Um, you know, Hammerstone looked good, but ultimately was going to lose this match. Yeah, yeah he was in if Not for the interference of the dynasty, and you know, the Heart Foundation not there to counter the dynasty. Davy Boy's on his own. Uh, you know, so Hammerstone retains his title, um, looks you know, doesn't doesn't look weak, but looks like okay, Davy Boy can beat him.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right. You know? It it shows that it can it's like anything else. A heel Unless you're unless you're making a monster like a Brock Lesnar or like a or, this, a, or, or Vader or something yeah, like Vader, that, Vader or like when, when when Cage is a is a heel, you, yeah. those guys are supposed to run guys over and then like you have to find the one underdog who can take them down, right? That's not what Hammerstone is. He's part of a group. It's like I look at it this way. It's like, it's like the old Shane Douglas thing. Like Shane Douglas might be you know your main heel, right? But uh, isn't it amazing how the Triple Threat had to kind of be there a lot of times to bail him out? in situations where, you're like, "Wow, I mean, come on, if Shane's that good, he wouldn't need a triple threat. Yeah, but, you know, Bam Bam and, you know, Candido were there, and you had, you know, Francine. You have all the dog and pony show, too, that has to be there. And it's a different kind of heel, you know, kind of thing. And it allows them all to, it allows him to still look good in the match, almost lost, next time I'll get him. It's the, it's, the local, it's the local champion losing to the NWA champion coming in. Oh, man, he got screwed. Next time he'll get him, you know, kind of thing, so. Mm hmm. uh, But again, this was good enough to be the main event any other week anywhere. It's the it's the you know, it's the one of the two main events, quote unquote, in the show. But it's this match is better than most of the stuff you're going to see in main events. I don't know, Mondays, Tuesdays and Fridays. So I'm just saying (laughs) and and hopefully Wednesdays eventually will have better pay-per-view, better main events. But, you know, at least when they're on TNT. um, Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, this match is kind of in the level, and again, the people who are NXT fans, and maybe you're saying, I don't watch MLW. Do you watch NXT? Do you watch NXT UK? If the answer is yes, you'll like MLW. I'm telling right. you, you're going to like it. Like, this is exactly yeah. the kind of, that's why I like this stuff. Um,
0: yeah, so, absolutely. Very, okay. very similar, very similar athletic-based product.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that match ends, and what happens, now you have your, um, your interview, with, uh, with J- Jacob Samael and uh, Simon Gotch. Now, Simon Gotch, for those of you who remember, was the guy who could actually wrestle with Aiden English um, yep. when they were the vaude villains, and no one gave a shit about them. Um, no one still gives a shit about either one of them, but now Gotch realizes, i got to get the hell out of He He left WWF or WWE or was fired or whatever the case might have been, and now he actually has a gimmick that makes sense.
0: He's just a tough son of a bitch, which is exactly what he is. That's exactly what um, that, and ultimately that was his gimmick too. Yes. It's just he was a tough son of a bitch from 1910.
1: Yes, right. So, <laughs> right. So he's really good. And the thing is, he kind of, out of the three now, so this is the Contra unit. So for all of you were kind of like, okay, this is another storyline. Yes, this is another of the major storylines. So the Contra unit well, um, was for, for months or whatever, was trying to get the belt off of filthy Tom Lawler. And those of you who sound, Tom Lawler sounds familiar. Uh, UFC actual uh what was he a middleweight i'm trying to remember i think it was um yeah i think he was a middleweight or a welterweight I'm, i don't remember how he fought um i don't think he fought light heavy but the whole point is he's a no joke guy who can kick your ass uh for real reels right so they try to get the belt off and what happens is a couple of episodes before this jacob fatu who mark my words be outside of mjf this is the best piece of talent they have um, he can stand from the from the ring apron and jump to the top yeah. ropes and then do a moonsault. But he's 300 pounds, so that's you know, he's six foot, 300 yeah. pounds. He's a Samoan. Um, he's no joke, and he is he is, uh, you know, part of the Samoan heritage. He's cousins with all these guys. He's like he's uh, Roman Reigns' cousin and all sorts of stuff. Yeah,
0: right? I I I mean, you have to figure, given the history, at hmm. some point he has got to go over. But he's young. To- that's, I mean, he's young. got to go over. He'll, he'll be in NXT sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. Yeah, I would imagine, just given the connection between the the Fatu family and mm-hmm. uh, Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, I think I think what they're doing is they're letting him get some get, the you know, Anawai
0: family. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I knew what you mean, yeah, they're they're letting him get some of the um his his polish outside of it, so he gets you know exposure and stuff of like that, and they bring him in, and they'll they'll you know they'll get him ready to go, and he'll be on the main roster, um, before you know it. Um, but he he winds up taking the belt at the uh, Kings of Coliseum, which is a hell of a show. I w- highly recommend that, folks. Spend the hour and 20 minutes or hour and 10 minutes. It is better than most pay-per-views. It's outstanding. It's on YouTube for free. Um, he takes the belt off of Filthy Tom in a hell of a match um, where Filthy Tom, who has been, you know, nonstop, you know, like look like a badass all the time. He's, uh, you know, the Contra unit is, uh, you know, they they don't have contracts They're outside of this. Well, who is Filthy Tom get to be his partners? It's uh, Marshall and Ross von Eric, um, and those are those are um, uh, Kevin's sons. And yeah. they, oof, dude, I tell you, man, it's they got to have a – How are they not signed somewhere else too? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not right. saying they like MLW, like you know, they shouldn't be here because this is great. But I'm looking at they're von Eric's for Christ's sake. Like, as okay, so as much as the the uh, the uh, you know the Samoan family thing has a bit, the, the Von Eriks, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, can we get to, I mean, outside of maybe if you had the, uh, some funk children in there, you know, kind of thing, like, can you have bigger names going on besides them? And like Dusty Rhodes' kids and like, I mean, this is no joke. This is just rights itself. So, yeah. um, So they, you know, they, we have Ross and Marshall talking um, and they're going to take on Sam, uh, Jacob Samael and, and Gotch in a hell of a match, which actually i it. We, we, Well, it hasn't happened at this point, but I have already seen it. Cause we were, are a couple weeks past this. Um, and then you have, um, uh, you know, Mance Warner coming out there talking, you know, drinking my, you know, I like to drink my lot beers, you know, I'm like, what is he doing? Steve Austin? Like, I didn't understand him at first, <laughs> but dude, he's really good. Like it's, it, you kind of think, like, is it a joke? Like, he's trying to be funny. And I don't think it is. I think that's just his character, but he's a no joke He's not just he's not just out there like Sharkboy doing Steve Austin, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, and he and then they talk setting him up against uh, Bestia six 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 the next week, too. And that's it, folks. Now we're getting down to the main event. Like literally like this is yeah. the entire show. Like it's like a segment to set up, you know, this feud. Here's the secondary. Here, so here's it sets you up the Bestia thing. Here's one of our main storylines. Here's the other main storyline. Now we got the the whole stuff with, yes, Bestia versus Mance Warner in this de- Mexican death match. And now we're going to get to our main event. And the thing is, uh, you know, so Selena Dorenta, uh, she's, you know, she, her whole thing, she has a whole big thing with Conan going on. Yes, that Conan, K-Dog, um, all 900 pounds of him right now. I mean, I get he's getting old and he's, he's kind of moving around. But still, he's still part of this. And it's it's funny how... There, there's, there's the Piruessa that's here. There's the American pureuessa. There's a the lucha libre. It's all just mixed together here, and it seems natural. So right, yeah. So our main event, main event of the evening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: and remember, folks, this isn't you know Guadalajara, Mexico, right? You know kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> this isn't this isn't like you know uh, what's what's the, the um, you know arena Azteca. We're in Chicago, right? In this little tiny building. And it's, you know, the, the P- Los Parks, which is LA Park and Hijo de La Parca, or LA Park, not La Parca. They don't own that name anymore, right? Versus, and I was, as soon as they said it was good, they, they, they had they played just a little of, uh, you know, um, the, the little clip showing Dr. Wagner Jr. And I'm like, I don't care who his partner is. I got to watch this, right? Yeah. Well, who's his partner? El Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr., the son <laughs> of, the son of, Dr Wagner. Yes. Dr the, Wagner. Yeah, Dr Wagner.
0: I, yeah. I think this whole thing was put together just to confuse Jim Cornette because oh I don't God. think he called a single person right in yeah. this match. Oh, <laughs>
1: and what a match, dude. What a match. Like just,
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, this, this I mean, you know, you think of and and this cuz we think of lucha libre, we think mm-hmm. of high flyers and all okay. that, but you got Dr Wagner Jr and LA Park I mean, L.A. Park has probably got to be pushing 300 pounds oh, at yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's at the end of his career. And Dr. Wagner Jr. has been at the end of his career for a while. And yeah, he's and he, not a small dude. He wasn't a small dude in his prime.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, as big as he might be, his son makes him look tiny.
0: Cause right, because his son, son's like a head taller than him, by one thing. Yeah,
1: I'm and he's a big dude. And the yeah. thing about L.A. Park, and you think like L.A. Park. L.A. Park, for those who don't know, is... The real La Parca, La Parca from WCW back CW. in the day, you know, kind of thing. Dancing um, with
0: his chair. Yes.
1: And... The chairman. <laughs> that's the real La Parca. That's him. Okay. And I know some people are like, what do you, why don't they call him La Parca? There's a, that's a podcast and a half just on the name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just LA park. Um, and the nice part about La Parca is that he's so over <laughs> anyway. Um, even if, even if what, it was a DDP right under the thing.
0: Yeah, DDP's La Parker the whole time. You know, kind of yeah, yeah the, Dow, the Dallas Page dressed as Leparca and right. beat Randy Savage. Yeah, and, and and then unmasked, and we were all kind of like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, La Parker's tall, but he's not that tall. Yeah, he's tall. And, and then thin. Savage, then Savage beat the real La Parker, I yes. guess, because they figured, well, they we already signed the contract; you have to honor that contract. Yeah,
1: uh, um, but I'm saying, so you, when, you, when you see him, you're like, he's you know, the same guy. So that was what I mean, 12, you know, twenty years ago, and whatever. So he's not like he has he's only been around a minute. He's been around a long time. And Dr. Wagner Jr. is one of my all-time favorites. I mean, I love his mask. I just love him, the Wagner driver. You know, it's just I love that. The two of these guys have been feuding for forever. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, like they both were young when this started. Like, the yeah. thing is, it's not like it's not like uh um the the part you know, the parks, their their family heritage goes on. They're third generations themselves too. So it's not like these are all you know, young guys, and now their sons are involved, and both of them look great. I think uh, El Hijo de La Parca, uh, you know, La Parca's son here, or L.A. LA Park's son, Um, I mean, he's kind of skinny compared to the other
0: guys in this match. No, Uh, but he he had, yeah, I was going to say, El Hijo de L.A. Park. Yeah. God, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, Although El Hijo Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr. Yeah. How do you yell that out in the middle of the match? But anyway. (laughs) Uh, no, the, um, the uh, he Hola a park. Yeah. He, uh, the, you know, L.A. Park Jr., yeah. he he had the, the physique and the offense that you most think of, like, you think of, like, Lucha Libre from, like, the 90s. Yep. You know, because he, he has some crazy stuff that he does yeah. in this match. And even the regular high-flying stuff, he does a flying cross body up the top rope, which is astounding yes. at one point in this match. But... uh but just watching I said watching LA Park and uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. just wail on each other. Yeah. Is is it to me, you know what it always reminds it always brings me back to like El Santo and mm-hmm. Blue Demon and, and Mil Máscaras, the old school lucha libre where it wasn't the high flying. The the top technico would be a, a strong guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that's what it reminds me. You got these two big dudes wailing on each other. I thought this was um it was it was interesting because they start out and, and Cornette, and uh, I don't, what is the name of, of his partner, his, his commentary
1: I I, I, I I totally blanked on it right now. You said yeah. it, and I was like, oh, I can't remember his name now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they, they put it over that they were using, like, Lucha Libre-style rules with, like, yeah. free switching in and out yeah. and that kind of stuff. And it started out kind of like you would expect a Lucha Libre match to do with a lot of changes, a lot of switches. And I thought it was interesting because after about six, seven minutes, it settles down, and the two fathers have a longer sequence of about four minutes of yeah. just them. Yep. Going back, you know, exchanging holds and doing, you know, traditional Mexican style wrestling, and then they both tag in the sons, yeah, and then they have a longer sequence where they get to work with each other and and do that, and then and then after that they go back to the free switching back and forth.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, to me, it's just something else when you see. I mean, the guys are doing, you know, uh, their um, uh, not pescados, then they jump through the middle ropes, uh, suicide uh, dive, suicide dive. Excuse me, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, I'm trying to think of the Mexican name for it. But, uh, you know, you watch. Poncha suicida. Yeah, right. Okay. Poncha okay. suicida. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, not, not a pescado. Pescado's over the top. No, pescado's when you go over the top rope. Yeah, it's over the top rope. Like um, fish press. Yeah. So the thing is, when you're watching this back and forth, you have guys, and they're shooting out here and they're doing this. I mean, they land into the table at one point. The guardrails are getting smashed into the fans. No one is getting upset. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, just, it's just like, holy crap, this is
0: crazy. You know who's getting upset? James Get E. Cornette, because yeah. they keep hitting the guardrail. And it's banging into him. And he's it pinning them against their table.
1: Well, he actually at one point is standing on his chair with his foot on the desk and on his chair because there's yeah. literally nowhere else to stand because the <laughs> table has got him smashed in so bad. And I'm like, oh, my God. But, again, it sells the, the, the brutality of it all. But yet, what they not have to do? They're not in the stands. No one's gonna. No one's endangering a fan's life. There's no nothing, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. So nobody's
0: throwing car doors into an audience.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's just crazy to think that that's what he call it? that? That's 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 how you, you can actually have a match like that. You can actually have something happen, and it looks proper. You know, kind of thing without being yeah. absolutely insane. Um, the uh, Ring of Honor
0: was always good about that yeah. too. They jay lethal does does his series of suicide dives all the time where he'll like if he's in a multi man match he'll go all around the ring hit all three sides and knock him into the into the uh yeah. the barricades you know so it's, it it's a good spot and they they do get make the most out of it cuz all four men get multiple opportunities to do this yeah in in this match which is which i thought was great um there, there's just some great uh uh um, you know just just in like you know innovative offense you know um, there's a great bit where La Park puts um, uh, El Hijo del Doctor Wagner Jr. on the top rope, and he tags in his son, yeah. and he does like that top rope flatliner. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell you'd call that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I'm sure it
1: has a name. I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, but yeah, exactly. But he's holding him there, like it's uh, La L. P- uh, uh, La Park is, is got uh, you know Wagner um, Jr. Jr. up on the top yeah. rope. And he's holding him, and it's like, well, that makes sense because otherwise, well, you just get out of the way, you know. Kind of thing. And he's holding him there, and yeah. he gets up to do the move, and it's crazy stuff. Uh, just great back and forth action. I mean, they definitely this was no this was no joke. Uh, you know, this is exactly what lucha libre can look like. And I think for those people who only know lucha libre, um, maybe 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 all their lucha libre knowledge comes from what happened in WCW, um, you know, in the '90s, which is fine. I mean, don't get wrong; those some great matches in the beginning of the shows, yeah, like that. Um, don't understand that Lucha Libre is completely different. Not everything has got to be high flyers and, you know, crazy. Insane, well, you've got, you got to
0: remember of... the guys who were over in WCW, right? It yeah. was like Rey Mysterio and Ultimo Dragon yeah. and, uh, to a lesser degree, like Juventud Guerrera, you right, know. Right, right, but right. then you look at some of the other guys that were also there. Well, I mean, La Parca was there. Right. As I mean, L.A. Park was there as La Parca. Um, you know, Silver King, um, Super Calo. There were some other guys that had different styles. That still worked. It they were still they they still fit exactly what Bischoff wanted. Was he wanted guys that were not necessarily the same look, not necessarily the same style, and yeah. they were guys that were international. That not only allowed them to present themselves as this international organization, right, it allowed right. them better leverage to then sell the product internationally. Yeah, and the know? thing is,
1: even those other, but the thing is, even those guys they knew what to do and they and they moved around much more. If you remember. You talking about a company that has your top guys in this company are Hulk Hogan, who was old, Savage, who was older, Kevin Nash, who has been old his entire life, Scott Hall, who was not moving as well. I mean, again, it's not like these guys were flip flopping and high flying. Like, they're big, no, the they were, they and slow. They were they were
0: traditional. They were traditional American style wrestlers. Yeah.
1: So even even the 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 more powerhouse quote unquote the bigger. Uh, I, always think, I always
0: think I always think a Silver King is fitting in that role because right, Silver right. King was the big guy of that group, you right. know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know it's just it's to me it's 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 nice to to, to see some actual Lucha Libre here. Um, the end of the match, of course, uh, is uh, um, L.A. Park Spears uh, um, El Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, for the win, and I'm like a spear to win. Like it wasn't any crazy you know, 16 flip, nothing, yeah. you know, it was just um, a hard-hitting spear right to the guy and rib cut him in half and pin him, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so. he, yeah. El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. kicked out of the, co- of the Code Red, Yeah, you know, the, 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 the Canadian Destroyer type thing yeah. that El Hijo del L.A. Park threw, but, but can't, can't recover from the spear. And to be fair, that's a big dude throwing a spear yep. with L.A. Park right there. I mean, he's not super tall. Mm-hmm. But he's a big dude, so it's a lot it's it's like force equals mass times acceleration, right? Yeah. He right looked there, like I mean it was like rhino running him over, Yeah. What it looked like right, for all the like, world. Like a gore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yell I mean, uh, gore in Spanish, I guess. El Goro, El Goro. El Goro. Goro. I'd I, also uh, I speak also like
1: Italian make... a little bit, so I'm gonna be this one. He speaks Italian the best. I don't speak Italian. He speaks Italian the third.
0: That's uh, inglorious <laughs> pastor Sorry. Oh man. Um, but uh, I also take the opportunity to say that uh, if you get an opportunity, if you go to uh, either I think the the MLW shop, or if yeah, you go yeah. to ProWrestlingTees.com, they have their shop there. It's the same the same merch. Yeah. LA Park has got some really nice t shirts. Yep. Just yep. putting that out there for whatever it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> When your motif is a skull and a skeleton, you can do some creepy, cool stuff with that.
1: So. Yeah. And it's funny because now a lot of people, when they think of like, oh, you mean he's like, uh, like the Lucha Bros and like, because uh, what's his name? Um, no Fear. What's his name? Uh, it's blanked Ooh. on his name. Uh, not, not Ray Phoenix, his brother.
0: Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Octagon Jr.
1: Octagon Jr. Thank you. Oh,
0: Pentagon right? Jr. Pentagon Jr. Pentagon. Not Octagon Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Pentagon, Pentagon
1: Jr. Jr. Yeah. Um, you know, his, he's got his skull on his thing, whatever. It's not the same thing. You know, no. and every time I, I see him, I'm like, oh, man, it's just like L.A. Park or La Parka back in the day. You know, this is who we grew up on, you know, kind of thing. Well, I know, the, the, you
0: know, yeah, well, the difference is that L.A. Park, you know, his look was always like a Day of the Dead skeleton. So it was it was like that. It was that stylized kind yep, of look. Yep. And he always had a splash of color like on his hood, whereas um, Pentagon Jr., he's like it's like a horror theme with yes. him, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying this, but people think, like, oh, I've seen that it, it's this. It's like, no, it's not the same thing. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Since, no. A skull is not always a skull. So, you know, kind of thing. It's just different. Um,
0: well, yeah. It, it just, just, just as an aside, I, I do like to say it all. I always thought it was funny for listeners that may not know this. Uh, do you know why La Parca was called La Parca? No. And his gimmick is that he was a skeleton. So uh, the word La Parca in Spanish is the same as the word Parca in English. It means a warm coat. Okay. So he was La Parca because he was a skeleton, so he was cold and he needed a big coat. you kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I swear I am not making that up. That is a shoot. But uh, oh boy. I always thought, oh, La Parca, that must be like the skeleton or the skull. It's like, no, it means the coat. I was like, oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> the coat. Oh, La Floor, that's a tough hockey guy name. Well, La Floor means the flower. A tough one, like a Snapdragon. So, Rose has thorns, you know. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> but any, but in any event, Molson Ice notwithstanding, this was uh, just a tremendous. I mean, you you sent me the a message on Facebook. You're like, so it's it's Los Parks versus the Wagner's at MLW. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is on free TV. It's yeah. like that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to go watch this now. Yeah,
1: this, this, I mean, this is this isn't Triple Mania's main event, uh, yeah. you know, kind of thing. This isn't going to be on. Which, by the way, Triple Mania must have ran recently. And I watched the highlights. 15 minutes of most insane things you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah. Cody's down there for it and whatever. But uh, the, what's his face? Kane um, um, Velasquez, under a mask, made his uh, his wrestling debut. And he's, like, breaking guys' arms and stuff. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I would expose <laughs> him to, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was just really crazy to think, you know, just kind of looking at this stuff. I mean, again, when the Von Ericks are coming out or something like that, okay. But, like, you know, Bestia666, he's going to be there. Like, really? Like, this... It's this lucha libre stuff, and it's, again, if they were in Texas or they were in California, okay, they're in Chicago, you know, kind of things yeah. like this is not, this is not like oh we just came over real quick for you know they, these guys are coming in for a show, yeah okay they're probably doing other stuff. I mean I get it like they're doing a run and they do a bunch of tapings here and whatever, but it's like you know just good quality stuff, and I think that's the problem. Um, and we've talked we talked you mentioned this too. There's WWE and then there's everybody else, right? right. And AEW is trying to become, you know, to break away from being everybody else, right? Right. But you're never going to break away from being everybody else if you're doing the, you know, just WWE stuff poorly. MLW does not do anything WWE does. Like, right. there's nothing here that you would see on Raw or SmackDown. NXT, NXT UK, yes, you definitely could see matches like this. But again. There in an hour show, that's only 40 something, you get like four matches sometimes, you know, kind of thing. It's like they're not as long, uh, you know, but this is you're not going to see this on SmackDown, you're going to see this on Raw, um, you know. So, if you want to stand out sometimes, you have to just be, you know, I mean, again, uh, why, why did ECW stand out because no one was doing that stuff, right? You know, uh, when, when, when WWE was edgy, w, WCW had to be edgier, you know, kind of thing, like things just pop and they work and if this is to me this is i mean i'd rather watch this wrestling every week than watch a bunch of guys talk and then have a you know a three-minute match which i miss having i can watch in the corner of the screen during the commercial don't don't miss any of the talking let's only miss the match you know what i'm saying so but hey
0: yeah yeah um and just just uh just to close the loop we're talking about uh the- WCW and such, sure. And um, we're talking about you know LA Park and El Hijo del LA Park, Bestia Six Six Six. Yeah, he is the son of Damian Six Six Six. Yep. So, um, you know, just so to again, so that there is Lucha Libre very much a a family affair, uh, just like American wrestling is, and and in uh, Japan and um, and Canada and all around the world. So very much so. So I, I'm looking even forward so. to uh, even more so, though. Even more so, yeah, yeah, because it's been it's been that way for a long time. Yeah, yeah, Luchador all about, about your it, family. You know, you think about oh, who's the who's the most famous lucha luchador of all time? It's El Santo. Well, El Hijo del Santo was a huge star in his own right. Yeah, you know, and now his son,
1: is yeah, wrestling yeah. too,
0: you know, which is crazy. I, I, yes, I, I I do have to say, um, I uh this 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 is this is this is a little a little out of left field. But the Disney Pixar movie Coco, yes, which takes place in Mexico and deals with the Day of the Dead, yeah, El Santo cameos in that, and it is the greatest thing ever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's he's wearing his mask, and it's of like course. that is pretty, of course he is because you wouldn't know who he was if he wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was he was buried in his mask. I mean, yeah. literally no one knew who El Santo it was. Period. And then he yeah. was and then he had his mask off. You couldn't tell who it is. That's why yeah. sometimes the Mexican wrestlers when they had international flights and stuff like that, they'd have to take the mask off. So they would not have anything on them at all that would look anything like their character It'd Just be a guy on a flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Jim Cornette tells that story of how he saw, um, uh, was it mill maskers without his mask on or something yes. he had to pick him up and he had his international flight. So he had to pick him up and he didn't have his mask on. And he's like, Oh my God. Like he goes, yeah. you know, like, but that's what it was. You know, guys didn't take their mask. And that, the, the mask was, it's, it's still so, so important, which is why, uh, Rey Mysterio is called Rey Mysterio, not Rey Mysterio Jr. His actual name, right? Um, because Rey Mysterio Jr. cannot wear a mask anymore. Yes. So Rey Mysterio, he's renamed, can now wear a mask. You can you change your character. You did change his character. You, you change your character. You can wear a mask again. But it's uh, and that stuff means something, you know? Yeah, it's not right. like well,
0: that's like um, you know, <laughs> like we, the we got that a little, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got that a little bit here because Doctor Wagner Jr. Yeah. In Mexico cannot wear his mask. Yeah. But internationally he will wear his mask, but he does show his face. Well, he also doesn't he does... buckle
1: his mask either anymore. Yeah. Because he's going to get pulled he... off.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, but, in, but in Mexico he he can't, he doesn't wear the mask. Here he wore the mask, but L.A. Park pulled it off of him in the first five minutes of the match.
1: Yeah. So, well, that but... <laughs> was a big, that was a big, when he does that, the whole crowd go, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's like, um, 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 you know, he, he, he wore a mask, he lost his mask, And now he wears it, I mean, he he wears it to kind of ring a little bit, he takes it off. I mean, it's not, it's it's just to show the heritage that's there, but he's not wrestling with the mask on. Of course, you know, we all know that some people in WWE don't really like guys who wear masks all the time because we can't see their face. Got to have good facials, you know. Yeah. Unless
0: you're like Kane and you go back and forth. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, he also had fake hair on his mask, so. That's another story. So. Yeah,
0: well, just, just ask Sean Michaels about that one, right? So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: But, so, uh, but, yeah, so if you go on, uh, if you don't get BN Network, and that's like what's it, B-E-I-N yeah. Network, uh, they show a lot of Bundesliga soccer. So if you're into German soccer and uh, indie wrestling, you might want to check that out, uh, call your cable provider or satellite yeah. provider. But if you don't get them, uh, go to this newfangled site, YouTube. And, and search for MLW, and they have all the episodes of MLW Fusion up there. They're, they're free. They're, ad, they're not even ad-supported. Right. So just go up there, and you can just get this stuff on demand. It's fantastic. I said uh, I liked it because I, I watched it on my lunch break Yeah. at, at work. It's in 40, I think the whole episode was like 48 minutes. It's like I could sit down with my lunch, watch my wrestling, and then go back to work. So I thought it was great. Yeah. So again, with, especially with Ring of Honor changing their TV format, I'm definitely going to be checking out more MLW.
1: Yeah, i i i get what I'm, i get what Ring of Honor is trying to do. I understand it. They want that, and I guarantee you this. And I said this to you at least two or three different times. If Ring of Honor included the pay per views with the Honor yeah. Club, I would so have bought it already. Yeah. But all they do is like, we'll give you ten percent off. I'm like, I don't want to pay forty dollars to watch your pay per view, dude. Like, you know, W Network. I pay ten dollars a month, and I get to watch everything. And it's like, like how many? How many? Like thousands of hours of wrestling do i have at my fingertips at any time with roh it's literally just you guys like it's not like i even get other other like like, like roh and shimmer and you know pwg yeah. or something like that like i just get your stuff and i live most of your stuff you know kind of thing. so yeah. <laughs> um, but hey you know what i mean if, if that's what they're gonna be then that's gonna be their loss roh had a chance to become i mean let's be honest there used to be wwe and then everybody else but TNA had kind of separated itself away and ROH was a clear number 3 um, if ROH doesn't want to do that if they don't want to be number 3 anymore or if they're just getting kind of complacent thinking like well no one can take our spot you know impact wrestling TNA whatever you want to call them uh, they had their chance they lost it they went they fell down ROH had a chance to be number 2 i don't know man it's going to i understand it's yeah. hard to
0: compete with A. well body, you know the body, thing but, is is that the, the thing is is that you know it's <laughs> when when Ring of Honor was making their strong push, and they, I considered them number two. Yeah, um, you know they uh, they had a core group of guys. Yep. that were working for them, that were just some of the most talented, most popular guys in the world. Yep, and the problem is. And I say problem in this case completely from Ring of Honor's perspective, because I don't believe this to be a problem from the perspective of the talent or the perspective of the fans. Mm-hmm. But the problem for Ring of Honor is that one of these guys is the son of Dusty Rhodes. Right. And all, you always knew that when Cody left WWE, that, yeah, okay, he went to Ring of Honor, he went to Impact, he went to New Japan. You always knew at some point he's going to run his own promotion. Yeah. There was never a question about that to me. And I don't think there was a question about that as far as you were concerned, either. No, no, no. That, and so when Cody – because remember when Cody came in and they put him in Bullet Club and everyone said, this is a bunch of bullshit. Why is Cody Rhodes in the Bullet Club? Cody Rhodes is a B-plus hand at best, you right. know? That, that, that's what all the smart marks always said about him. Was like He can't hang with Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or AJ Styles or any of these other guys. And, and what happens? Now, he's he he's he is the face of that group. Yeah, and he's the one that's that that's the driver behind all this. I'm not not discounting the efforts of anybody else in the right. elite. Right, of course, of course. But this is but but Cody's the face of all this. Yeah, yeah. And without Cody, I don't know that that happens. Without Cody, I think Kenny Omega stays with New Japan and does his tours of the U.S. You know, and the Bucks do their thing where they tour back and forth and, you know, stuff like that, and, you know, Hangman Page and Marty Skrull and all them d- just keep doing that same thing. I don't think without Cody they break away from this. And their benefit, their um, boon is ROH's Bane, because ROH knew they had all these guys that were draws, yep. and they were selling out places. They were moving into new territories mm-hmm. with these guys, and they all left at once. Yeah. I mean, how and, do you, how do you recover from that? How do you recover? You put the belt on Jay Lethal and then, and because you know, okay, Jay Lethal's not going anywhere. You put it on Matt Taven because Matt Taven's not going anywhere. You put the belt, the tag belts back on the Briscoes because they're not going anywhere. Right. You know? And it's like, do you still have your, your leverage, relationship with new Japan? And it's like, yes, people love the gorillas of destiny. Do they love them as much as the new bucks in this country? No. Yeah. You know? It's, thing, I mean, just, just being honest, yeah. you know? I mean, the, the thing, thing is, people this, is love, that... People love... They brought in PCO. People love yeah. PCO. Do they love him as much as Cody or Kenny? No. Yeah,
1: no. Yeah. So That's what I'm it's, saying. It's it's it's. Remember remember when uh, you had uh, CM Punk and Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson and uh, Nigel McGuinness and AJ Styles was there for a little bit and he left and Matt Hardy was there for a little bit and he left. Uh, you had Austin Aries and you had the Briscoes. You had all of this talent. ROH was just like... I mean, basically... Wrestling for the last fifteen years is all because of ROH, right? Yeah. But those guys didn't all leave at one time. Right. One guy left and another guy left, and you could build new stars. And Jay Lethal, Kelly still calls him the 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 uh, the Black the um, No, no, no. She calls him the um, the Phantom Farter because he just ripped a big fart in the. Uh, yeah. We were in the in the standing in the lobby of the hotel, and she I go, oh, that's Jay Lethal right there. She's which guy? And he and he like farted, and he like th- he was high as shit. Um, yeah, well. With the other guy. And, and again, <laughs> he was with the whole He was, he was, an, he was an underneath guy whose whole gimmick was that they were pot smokers. And I'm like, and he, Kelly's like, he just farted. Oh my god! Like, and she thought it was, and she still to this day cannot get past that. I'm like, he's come a <laughs> long way. Um, and I'm not taking anything from Jay Lethal's abilities and stuff. But again, this and this is a long ass time ago. This was a Joe versus Kenta. But it's like, you know, like. He, all those ta- that talent left homicide and those are, they left one at a time and you're able to build new talent to take their place you can't have the your, your whole top of your roster walk out all of them
0: right yeah <laughs> so yeah. The th- i mean the, the i like said the talent exodus they had oh. at the end of at, at the end of last year at the end of 2018 yeah it was was i mean it was i mean it was brutal I mean, and, I, and I'm, and I'm an ROH guy. Yeah. And well, so my friend I. Joe and my friend Joe and I, we go to the ROH shows in North Carolina and we, let me tell you something, we reaped the benefits of when they had this, how the, the elite and SoCal and Censor and all these other guys, we reap the benefits. We got some fantastic shows out of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, uh, but, but you knew it couldn't last forever. You knew yeah. it couldn't last. You knew that there would be short of Sinclair giving creative control to Cody and the Bucks. There was nothing they could do to stop it. Right.
1: And and, and, the, and the killer part is this, is that instead of using when they were there, get them over and then have them get other guys over. Have them build new stars um, because of their rub, right? They didn't. They were like, well, let's just make them the th-. like, No, don't make them the top. Make them the guy. Like, let them be the top. Let them get over. Have everyone want to see them and have other guys then come in and become the guys who become stars off of them. Yeah, uh, Cornette talks about this all the time, and I've said it to you. And they say pick 20 guys to run a to, to start a point Pick the 20 best guys to start a promotion. I don't want 20 the best guys to start a promotion. I want five top guys, and I want uh, 10 guys under them. So those 10 guys under them can make those five. Then yeah. I bring in 10 more guys, and of them, I want five who are I want to make my next stars, and those stars make those guys. And that's how you do it. Just make everybody so that anyone on the card can become you know a guy who's made and whatever. You just don't yeah. walk in and get credibility. You've got to earn your credibility. Right. So, um, and a guy like Cody Rhodes has proven that he can make guys stars, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And I don't know, it's it's frustrating beyond belief. But I think what we're going to see is this: is that um, ROH is going to continue to just they're going to start falling back into their they where they were when they just were a, a DVD company, um, right. and now it'll just be you know, it'll just be on, a streaming company, a streaming company, yeah. and that's fine. You know, they still put out a good product. If ROH came anywhere near here. If they ever came back to Danbury, i go see it. I mean, that thing's sold yeah. out, like, lightning quick. Still a yeah. good when show. They, whenever they come
0: to Concord, we'll go see them yeah. in North Carolina. Absolutely.
1: But the same token, though, I st- I, go, I go see any uh, W shows that are local here because basically I get as much talent or if not more talent than I would get right. from an R8 show. You know, it depends if Matt Taven's Matt- Matt- Matt free that weekend. Is Matt Tabin's yeah. there running it with them. I mean, that's where we saw Cody. We saw Ricochet. That's where we saw these guys because they pull in yeah. lots of talent. Um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And the thing would be this, too, is to be completely honest, is if they if they still have that, if they still have a good working relationship with Japan, um, with New Japan, excuse me, um, and they can use that to help themselves promote shows. Great. I would be not leery, but I would be aware of the fact that the NWA has said they're going to start filming TV. And if the NWA can't get a TV deal right away, it's going to be for free. I'll put it for free on YouTube. And people will start wanting to watch it, and then it'll help them get a deal. And they need a deal like TNA used to have, not 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 the we're going to be on some stream on Twitch, which no one watches, right? They need a deal like they're on uh, like on Spike TV or whatever, you know, kind of thing like Impact or TNA ad. And the NWA gets their stuff on TV, and it goes go wider. You're going to come back to kick yourself, you know, because AEW is going to be on TV. If NWA can get on TV, of course, now that WWE is going to be on. You know, on Fox, it's going to be a much more readily available kind of thing to yep. people. I'm just saying is you're you're in a situation where you had you have an opportunity to grow. And if your actions don't take you there, you get to blame it yourself, you know, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, that's that's that that, that is the thing you got to you, you've you got to have some kind of a plan. You can't you can't just do the same thing. We, we saw what happens when you do the same thing over and over again. It was called the AWA. Yeah. You know, and right. we saw how well that went for them uh, in the late 80s. You know, but, uh, uh, you know, the thing, and the thing about Corrigan's NWA is that it was so clear from like the Crockett cup. And actually, right as we're recording this, the, the, the summer super show was going on in Toronto Yeah, that it was like, Hey, Ring of Honor, do you want to be a, the, the flagship of the new NWA? It's like, no, we don't. That, that was clear because it was the way that they were promoting it and all that. It was mm-hmm. very clear that that's what Corrigan wanted because then, because, the, what, the biggest show that the NWA had done in this year was the Crockett Cup, and the oh, production yeah. of the Crockett Cup was fantastic because it had Ring of Honor's production team doing it. Right. I mean, literally, it had ROH's. Ca- they were leaving. We walked right past the hard camera setup, and they were the ROH cameras and the ROH camera operator. You know. Yeah. So, so it's like that. It's, it's it was clear that that, that t- it was clear to me anyway that that's what Corrigan was trying to do, and and Sinclair doesn't want Sinclair doesn't care. You know, S- Sinclair likes owning a wrestling company because they can put wrestling on their TV stations. You know, yeah, right. They don't. They're not. They don't care about. Oh, okay. The NWA that was a thing. You know, they they don't. You know, that's that's yeah. not of interest to them. Because um, the shame
1: is shame is if you had had ROH be the you know the main one of it. You know, the NWA. Well, like like
0: TNA used to be.
1: Yeah. And 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 then the thing is, you know, you could go in and say, okay, look, hey, here's ROH, MLW. Do you want to get in on this? And if they said yes, okay. Hey, you know, uh, whoever, you know, uh, you know, I'm not saying impact because impact is own thing, but because, and then you're sure to our two companies that can't work together, or whatever, but like yeah. if, if impact and, uh, MLW and, uh, ROH, you know, and, you know, uh, well evolve doesn't have to, because now evolve is linked up with W E because, Hey, why not? Right. Yeah. But at the time evolve, like those companies, if they had said, Hey, let's work together and right. really be like the NWA. You know we're our own entity, but let's all work together. And then the NBA could show the the, the NWA could show us, you know, a re- like, not a recap show, but like, hey, here's this week in the NWA kind of thing, right? And have here's a match from MLW, here's a match from ROH, here's a match yeah. from and or just show clips of it. Just say, hey, remember coming up on pay per view or coming up streaming is, you know, uh, uh, survival of the fittest. ROH is you know tournament for whatever this year. You know, it just it allows you to cross promote and stuff, but right. And then you already have your, your Legion, you know, your New Japan, and MLW is hooked up with NOAA. You and, know, and, yeah,
0: and, and Ring of Honor is still hooked up with CMLL as well.
1: Right, exactly. So, you know, yeah. and, and, and AAA is hooked up with Impact.
0: So, I mean, you literally – Well, that, well that, that's, that's the thing that, that has really been clear to me also. Since AEW kind of staked their claim, yeah. you saw all these other companies start forming competitive agreements – Right. and and alliances because they realize that's how that's that's the only way they can compete now
1: yeah
0: is is now i can promote a show and say oh by the way we have these guys from cmll coming in that you're never going to see and on english television but we've got them right and we've got by the way we've got this you know we've got this team coming over from new japan that right. uh, yeah. you know that, that these you know we got uh whoever we've got coming in from new japan then and, and and know and, and and ROH is doing that. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're selling a lot of this stuff, having their guys from CMLO and stuff come in because they just don't have a lot of homegrown talent right yeah. now. That right. they they just lost so many guys. But yeah. but in any event, uh, I do want to take an opportunity and give a shout out to uh, listener um, Willie Lecomis, Lomax. Uh, Lomax had actually posted on, in the Facebook group asking if anybody watched MLW. So I know Lomax is a loyal MLW fusion viewer so thank you for uh for putting that up there in the facebook group lomax
1: yeah and uh the other one think real quick uh out there is um sorry uh so as some of you again you know as we're moving towards all this stuff and whatever i know uh there's been some talk about w network the app is it working is it not working and stuff like that um uh in the facebook group we kind of were going through hey is it working for you is it are you, are you having problems can you get it to work we're trying to make it so everyone kind of has a way to, like, hey, it's still not working. Hey, this is guy this, whatever kind of thing. So just, again, one of those things, just helping out the rest of the community kind of thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's uh, Absolutely. You know, I mean, I know what, what I mean. I'm, there's only so many times I can tweet at the network and at WE and at Ever, like, hey, you guys, you still not syncing? I guess I'll watch more MLW, which I was kidding. Yeah. I did. And, you know, three updates later, the phone finally worked. And four updates yeah. later, you know, the fire stick started working again. And so... Um, but, again, nothing's going to happen, guys, if we, if we don't kind of push it. Because WE has no desire to put out a great product because they don't have to. Um, don't have to. You know, and uh, that's why I hope AEW starts pushing them, and it's all about us. Because, again, if you, not that you want to you know, constantly bitch and complain and stuff like that. I mean, who wants to be like Austin Aries? But um, I'm saying is <laughs> that if, you, if you have something's wrong, let's get it fixed. I don't mean like, hey, your booking sucks. Like, that's not going to change. <laughs> um, no. But I'm saying is hey, this app that I'm paying for, that I will gladly stop paying for doesn't work.
0: Right. You know, yeah. kind
1: of thing like that. Just get your voice heard. Because they, they really they can't they not they, they have they have half fill arenas now. They can't afford to have people stop paying them for the yeah. app. So you know, <laughs> things But
0: Yeah, then they might actually have to, you know, figure out a story and blow it off oh sometime. My God. Yeah. I just here's heard how I blow a story months. off.
1: Hey iconics, getting a four way match for no reason and hey, Let's have you throw a temper tantrum after you lose the belts. So, just saying.
0: Well, you know, that, that's, that's a whole other can of worms about yeah. why those belts even exist and everything else. So. Yeah,
1: no, I know but I'm yeah. saying, but those belts exist so the Iconics uh, iconics
0: Iconic. can
1: wear them um, and sell shirts. No, I know.
0: Yeah, those, those belts existed to make Sasha and Bailey happy, and Sasha still took her ball and went home.
1: Yeah, well, because she didn't want to lose
0: so, I want to never lose it, And, if you, and, if, you don't believe, be and if you don't believe that, just yeah. listen to Becky Lynch bury her, yeah. as I said earlier <laughs> in the show. There we go. We segued it back to the end of the episode yeah. where Becky Lynch it's was burying her. Circular, <laughs> up and down and around, the merry-go-round. Yeah. So, yeah. the merry-go-round doesn't break down. It always keeps, like, the big wheel in the sky keeps on turning, like that song by Journey. Uh, so, <laughs> as the wheel in the sky continues to turn, please... Support us on social media. You can check us out on Twitter at GBTTW Podcast. You can check us out on YouTube. Just search for Get Back to the Wrestling. And uh, you can uh, subscribe to the channel, like our videos, comments. All that stuff really helps us out. Uh, We mentioned it a couple of times. We've got a group on Facebook. Just go on Facebook, search for get back to the wrestling and you can join our facebook group there you can send us email at get back to the wrestling at yahoo.com and of course as always we are part of the two true freaks internet radio network you can find all of our episodes there and we have links to all of our social media contact on the two true freaks website so please check that out and spread the word you guys are our n1c mafia our street team we count on you guys to help get the word out there so uh, we appreciate all everything you can do
1: yeah folks so like I said, thank you very much for your downloads and your, your shares. Uh, you know, um, again, uh, we are also, um, very proud to be, uh, you know, uh, the, the go fight pal, uh, the official card game of, uh, get back to the wrestling, go check them out as well on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, we got a whole effect, you know, I know, I think I mentioned it earlier. We have great signings. And again, MLW right here, guys like Myron Reed is in the game an actual wrestler. He's in MLW. Um, and uh, Brian Pillman Jr., guys like that, you know, have some real wrestlers, some you know, fantasy stuff. It's a fighting game. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. I know it's one of my favorites. Luke enjoys it, too. We play with our kids. Yep. It's all ages. So um, just great, great stuff. Um, and, again, folks, you know, we're, uh, if you have any ideas, and like Luke said, get feedback about this. Do you watch MLW? You know, did you discover MLW now? Watch the show. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, go back and watch Kings of Coliseum. Let us know what you think of that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So.
0: Who looks more like their dad, Davy Boy Smith Jr. or Brian Pillman Jr.? Uh it's Davey Boy Smith Jr., I'm sorry. I got know, me. but Brian Pillman Jr. he when he gets the sunglasses and stuff on, he looks a lot like his dad. Yeah. But Davy Boy Smith Junior looks a lot like his a lot Well lot no, like it's Smith. like anytime Davy Boy Smith Junior walks, it's like holy yeah.
1: oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh man, if
0: he had dreads, this would be like yeah. What are you talking about my hay cut? You know, kind of Don't thing. be laughing at me, stupid hay cut. <laughs> so uh, Get him a yeah. little bulldog to run with him. Yeah. So yeah, folks. Again, again, if you now are just
1: checking out MLW, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, if you're if you're an honor club, you know kind of thing, you're like, hey, you know, this move means this. Maybe ROH, this move doesn't affect you. Or let us know. Hey, you know, we'd like to hear from you guys because again, uh, you know, it's it's just different. We you know we're looking for information from you guys too as well to kind of make this all work. So, uh, folks. So, um, you know, what's up next? We don't know. I'll be honest with you, kind of thing. The great thing about pro wrestling is that you know the only thing for sure is. Nothing's, nothing's for sure. sure so um you know uh we'll we'll, we'll get you guys with we'll, uh, definitely this though um uh, if you got ideas and stuff we'd love to hear them as well you know kind of thing so um thank you all for the downloads and listens thank you all for the shares um you know i know luke and i had a great time watching mlw tonight um and talking all about it um and until next time folks we'll see you at the
0: matches are you going to take care of ron killens what kind of disgusting Disgusting, despi- despicable <sighs> Lack of respect is that Billy what's-his-name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl Super Saturday, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? S- Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest and stars ever in this. God! Ugh. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy! And you book a match with me That's right, Killings. Look at me! I'm a total package! I will rip him apart! I'm pissed now! No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel! Don't you walk
1: away! I'm the one that loves the fans! I'm the one that loves everyone and
0: everything! You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time! You're the coward! Will you stop?